Thank you for tuning in to CCF Lowell's podcast. Wherever you are, we pray that you would be encouraged by today's message. To learn more about us, please visit www.ccflowell.org. And you can also find us on YouTube and Facebook. For my show and tell today, I'm 70 years old. I want to show you a couple pictures this morning of something amazing that took place in my life two days ago. I was invited by the mayor to go and meet the new chief of police right here in the city of Lowell. And um, there was maybe about 15 officers and about 45 leaders from all faiths that you could think of, Buddhists, Hindus, you know, Jews, uh, Muslims there. And the chief asked us to give us two minutes each to introduce ourselves and who we are. So we all did this until this wonderful, amazing Cambodian woman, she stood up and she said, my name, I don't even remember the name, my name's so-and-so. I came from, from Cambodia in 1982 to Lowell. And when I came to Lowell, I, did not, I loved Lowell. I decided to stay in Lowell and Lowell became my home. And I was a very devoted Buddhist. I never knew anything about Jesus, never heard of Jesus until I met a man named Pastor Raful Najem. And I, I, I got up on my seat and I looked, who is this woman? And, and, and so she goes on and on. And then Pastor Raful Najem, she said again, he's right over there. He baptized me. And, and, and uh, I said, Lord, do you know what happened that day? It wasn't just a show and tell. God kissed me on the lips. Like that, you know. And, 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 and she went on for 15 minutes, and she kept talking about Jesus right there in that room, and everybody was listening. And she was the show and tell that day talking about Jesus. She told everybody, and Jesus Christ is the only truth and the only life and the only Lord. And right now she goes, so she promised me someday she will be here with us to get up and share with all of us. Isn't that beautiful? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So the sermon today, show and tell, is that uh, 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 there was a time in the life of Jesus, hallelujah, where, next please, where the, um, try to follow me today, there's only four slides, and they, the Bible says in the Gospel of John that some Greeks came to Philip, and they said to him, sir, we want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. How many remembers, well, you cannot remember if you were not here at 1030. How many were here at 1030 and the worship leader started the service with, open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you, see you high, Sarah. Now I know that Greeks back then were very intellectual people. They were people of wisdom. They were people of science. They were, they were learned people. And they came to, you know, to, uh, to Philip and they said, we want to see Jesus. 
we've been studying, we've been learning, we see, we saw so many things. We heard and about the miracles that he has been doing, and it's amazing, but we don't want to hear about it anymore. We want to see Jesus. Hallelujah. It's the prayer of my heart this morning that the Lord will open our eyes today and we will see the Lord high and lifted up and his train fills the temple and we will join the angels together and we will shout together, holy. There's seven people that want to join in with the choir of heaven. The rest is still trying to see what... what I, can you join the show and tell today? Why don't you stand up? Why don't we stand up this morning? Let me show you a real show and tell that takes place in heaven. The Bible says that this cherubim and seraphim, this angelic being, they, are, they have six, six wings. Two, and they cover their feet. Two, they cover their eyes. And two, they fly with, you know. This is one of the things that we will see in heaven. How many would like to see a real cherubim? And the Bible says that they look at each other. Would you look at each other? We turned off this way and you turned out and look, come on. This side here, let's say this is cherubim Gabriel. Gabriel, look at the cherubim Raphael. Will you guys turn and face that side? You turn and face that side. And listen to me. This is what the Bible says. Listen up, don't act up. Don't, don't take my show and tell and make it yours. Listen, listen to what I'm going to give you instructions. Hallelujah. When you look at these, at these, at these heavenly beings, how many knows that we are? Have, when we, the Spirit of God in us, we're no longer earthly beings. We are, blessed be the name of the Lord. For, for years, for years, I used to think that they will look at God, but no, read it in a book of it. They look at each other. And they shout, holy. So listen. Yeah, you see, when we're ready, when we're ready. Yes, yes. Okay, the rest of you need instructions. So I'm going to count to three. These angels right here shout holy to these. And I'm going to go to here and count to here. And then you go back and shout holy. One, two, three. Holy. One, two, three. You know what? I don't want to go to heaven. If you guys are over there, I'm not going. One, two, three. Holy. Yes. Holy. 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 Now look at here. Let's all together say, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled of His glory. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I, I want to see you. Moses, the great man. Moses, the one that God said to him, you come up to the mountain. Come up to the Lord. But the only one that will approach me is you. Tell the other leaders and others to stay down there and you come up here. And I will give you the commandments and the laws and, and, and all the things that you need to tell the people to live by. And Moses went up, and the Bible says, he entered into the cloud. I was reading that in class this morning. I said, wow, what, what an honor. They got invited by God to come up, to come up, come up, come up here. But then I remember that there's another man named John, the beloved. 
He was on the island of Patmos because he was the disciple that could not be killed. They boiled him in oil and he did not die. So finally they said, we can't kill this guy. Let's just get rid of him. Let's exile him into an island called Patmos. And in that island, the Bible says, on the day of the Lord, which is Sunday, he was in the spirit. And he got caught up into heaven. And he saw what, he saw what used to be, what is now, and what will be. I'm here to declare over us today that we have entered the spiritual time of John the Baptist. We are the forerunner. And, and of, we have entered the time of the John the Beloved, of Elijah, of Moses, of Ezekiel. All these that were written in the Bible back then. They were the 9 o'clock. They were the 10 o'clock. They were the 11 o'clock. We are very close to the 12 o'clock midnight and the clock is ticking and the prophetic hour is calling the people of God to stand and surrender so that the spirit of the Lord will open their eyes to see the Lord high and lifted up and declare the things that were and is and is to come. Hallelujah. Our show and tell today is going to be declaring the way and the truth and the life. To the lesbians, to the homosexuals, to the black, to the white, to the, to the pimps, to the lawyers, to every soul on the face of the earth. The earth is burning. The earth is in birth, pain, agony, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The sons of God are the ones who seize in the spirit. What you see with your own eye today is very limited. My prayer today before the end of the service and before we go down and enjoy coffee and cake as a compliment of the, of the parents of Beverly that was dedicated. They brought cake for all of us to enjoy fellowship together. But before we go down there, I said to the people of all those millionaires yesterday, I say, your millions, you know, that you have made, thank God that you made all these millions, but you lack an impartation of spiritual eyes. And today... There's going to be an impartation of spiritual eyes that will see beyond the open door. But we heard the prophetic word that here will be the open door, but we're going to even go beyond the open door. And we're going to see things that no eye has ever seen. No ear has ever heard. Hallelujah. Are you getting the feeling that I'm feeling right now? I feel the tangible anointing that destroys the yoke. We are no longer going to break any yoke. We are together going to destroy, destroy. Because when you destroy something, no one can put it back together. But when you break something, somebody can put it back together. We are no longer going to throw and cast our cares and reel it back. We're going to cast it and leave it at the feet of Jesus. It's time to get up from the self-pity party and look with spiritual eyes and see the goodness of the Lord. And Moses says, show me. I'm good. I, I like the cloud. I like this is all good. This is entertaining. But I want you. I want to see you. I want to be with you. I want your glory. Show me your glory. 
the worship today, they have no idea what I'm going to talk about. I had no idea, but this is what's happening right now. Last Sunday, everything that happened in here was about number five. Everything, everything, everything. Are you listening? Are you hearing? Are you feeling what God is doing? And God is going to fill this place with people, with souls, and they're going to be miracles and signs and wonders that you have no eye has ever seen. This scripture has nothing to do with going to heaven because it says at the end, no eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard. It has not entered into my God what God has prepared hallelujah, for his people that he will reveal in the last days. He will reveal in the last days. There's going to be revelations after revelations after revelations after revelations of the goodness and the glory of God. And the revelation is going to be revealed to the people that are willing to see. What you see in life is very important. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Equally crucial is how you see what you see. You are as big as your vision. You are as big as your vision. And God does not raise sissies, sissies, weasels. He doesn't raise weasels. He doesn't raise chicken. He raised eagles. He raised more than conquerors. People that are willing to pay the price and go all the way and run and not be wary and walk and not faint at 70, at 80, at 90. For the Lord will renew our strength and he will give us double visions. He will knock us down on the way to Damascus and he will give us a laser correction to see the Lord high and lifted up. And his train fills the temple. And we will cry and shout, Holy! 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 I finally discovered why they shout three times. Because the trying God always been trying. That's why they get holy. They saw the fire. They see the sun. They see the holy. 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 Holy is the Lord God Almighty. Listen, the whole earth. We're coming to the place and the hour. Open your eyes and see what's happening in Israel, in Hawaii, in, 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 in Turkey. In, in, uh, 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 come on, you know, it's, uh, I've been telling you, it's week after week. I, something's going to happen tomorrow, next week. Uh, today, I got a message already from the Middle East that the fighting started again today. And more rockets and more missiles. The, I got a text from a pastor that I respect very well from Lebanon saying, Pastor Raful, you know, please do not, not come. We need you to come and unite the church in, in Lebanon because when I go, they all come together. And when I leave, they don't come together. So bless it. And I'm not talking. I don't have to explain myself anymore at this age. God knows who are the humble and who gives them the glory and the honor and the praise. So because of that, I'm saying his text says to me, his text says to me, this has the potential because they know if Hezbollah gets involved, then Iran will have to back him up. And if Iran backs him up, 
then America will have to retaliate and help Israel, and then Russia will be involved, and it will be World War III. We don't want it. I'm not saying this is what I want. No, 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 I don't want that. Nobody wants to see hundreds and thousands of innocent people living in their homes, and all of a sudden, boom, boom, you know. I've been there. I know what it feels. I know, I know. Today, even till today, I cannot stand, I cannot stand fireworks because it reminds me of what I used to go through, how I used to hide my sisters and hide together under beds from all the missiles that flies in the air and the bombs. And you, you have no idea. You, believe, you don't know when the bomb is going to come. You have no idea when it's going to hit your place. And we sit here and, and we, we enjoy uh, our Starbucks and and, and play, you know, video games. What you see will limit where you can go. What you see will limit. The God said to Abram, come up here. Get out from the tent. Go outside. Take a look. Lift your eyes. Look at the stars. Look at the stars. Can you count the stars? No one can count the stars. This is, I want to I tell you something that I've discovered a few days ago. That God, in all these places that I've been in the last 10 days, I've been to, to Connecticut, to, to New Jersey, to New York, to Rhode Island, to, 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 uh, to Pennsylvania, you know, for meetings and, and places to go and be refreshed and, 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 be, and be fed. And I heard and I saw things amazing. And I heard this brother talk about being fascinated by God. When was the last time you were fascinated by God? God wants to fascinate you. God is, God is, not, is, is not this theologic, theologian, he's this, place, this place that is so hard to get to. He, he, wants, he wants to fascinate you with his love, with his mercy. I remember one time I was so fascinated. I told the class this morning, I was in the woods somewhere and, and I had some people with me. I don't remember who was with me, but I left them because I had to go do my business you know, under a tree somewhere. You know what I'm talking about. And as I was doing my business under this tree, Halloween was the best bathroom Halloween I've been to. And it was right there, this little big leaf moving. I was like, I said, Lord, what the heck is this? Why is this leaf moving? But I'm like Moses, you see. Moses was walking and he saw a bush burning and was like, God says, he turned aside. He went closer. I'm here to tell you there's an anointing on all those who really want God to bring you closer. You got you to gotta come closer. You, you can't just walk and say, oh, that was good and, and go by. That is not, that's a mediocre life. That is not the life of heroes, of champions that's going to change the world. You're only going to be a, ch- a world changer if you get closer and take a closer look. So I went, I get up from my thing, what I'm doing, and went to the leaf and picked up the leaf. I want to see. Say, I want to see. I want to see. I opened the leaf, and there was this little tiny green creature like this, carrying this leaf on its back. Some people this morning, they kept calling her she, because they only say that only she will carry a big leaf on her back. I know. So anyway, I don't know if she was a she or a he. I did not check that close. But all I know is that thing was so little, and I was fascinated. I was as fascinated by the thing. I was fascinated by my God who created that thing. I said, Lord, to him, I said, does this thing have a heart? Does it have a brain? Does it have a kidney? Where are they? What kind of heart would be like a seed? 
if you don't pause in life and be fascinated by the trees changing colors, by the birds flying over you, by, by Niagara Falls, by, by, by the amazing, uh, uh, any little things catches my eye. Driving to Boston in a car, you look today and you could see a tree coming up from a rock, from the highway, from a rock. There's no soil, there's nothing from a rock. Does that fascinate you? If it doesn't, I want to pray for I want to lay hands on you. You are missing so much in life. It's time to be fascinated by God so that you could see, so that you could see. Lord, I want to see. I want to see what you see. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see legs grow. I want to see blind men see. I want to see crippled walk. I want to see your goodness. I want to, Paul Keenan, come up here. Give him a microphone. Come up here. I want to see. I want to see the Lord high and lifted up. This brother saw something happen a few days ago. And, and God showed him. And he was fascinated. He shared with me. And I, I was fascinated. And so I want to I ask him to share. You know, Paul, how long have you been in CCF? 17 years. 17 years. What do you do for a living? I work at the post office for 37 30-some, wow, praise God, that was going to be a nice retirement very soon, amen. So, anyway, uh, what happened uh, at the post office recently? Uh, for many years, I, 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 uh, I pray for people, just in daily transactions and conversations. And so this woman came in, um, it's probably a month ago, and she told me she had to change her address and she was about 75, and um, I said, well, you know, she was from Wisconsin, and I, I said, uh, you know, what brings you here, family? Or, and she said she needed surgery. She'd been to uh, Mayo Clinic, and they recommended that she come to Boston because we have the best surgeons. Amen. So um, her eyesight had been failing for 20 years or so. And um, she couldn't see something. You she, during the trans, one of the transactions, she had to come right up to the terminal to answer yes or no questions. And so um, in any case, I said, um, well, can we pray? And she, she I, I love that. I, I'll be open to that. I believe in that. She said, very sweet woman. And so. Um, About 75 years old. 75, yeah. So, uh, so we prayed. And, uh, and she was very grateful. Such a sweet woman. So, <coughs> so she left. And um, so Tuesday, she came in. I didn't, yeah, I, I do. Tuesday, I that's been like about a month, About right? a month. Yeah. And I pray for people I don't, and I didn't remember. And she, I, she said, do you remember me? And I'm like, I, I was, I, she looked mad, right? So I was like, I don't know. You know, and she, she reminded me, and I instantly remembered the whole um, situation. And so um, she said, can I share with you what happened? And I'm inside. I'm like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is so, so good. And so I said, well, we close in about 10 minutes. You know, she said, I need a few minutes. So I, I said, yeah, that would be great. So I helped the last few people and locked up, and it was just her and I. And... Um, Hallelujah. So she said, uh, after you prayed, Paul, uh, I started walking down the sidewalk. 
and uh, she, she said my eyesight started to return. She said um, she had to sit on this bench down the block and she was just trying to understand and, and really um, comprehend what was happening. And so um, she gave me a very detailed description of her history and she said um, she, she went to the, her, her surgeon was one of the best in the world. This woman, the surgery is coming up in about uh, a month. And they had a checkup and um, the surgeon <laughs> said, your, your, your cataracts are gone and your the glaucoma, she, she went into a description of what was happening in the back of her eyes, the, was being stretched and, and she said, uh, the surgeon said, you don't need the surgery anymore. Um, and um, she said, in fact, she said, do you see that house over there? Uh, you see those shades? If somebody came to the window, I could see them. You know? <laughs> and uh, she said, I, in the state of Massachusetts, I can get a license. Praise she was very Lord. excited you know, but because of the things that we take for granted. She, uh, this woman has given, God has given her um, her sight back. No sight. And she can, she can live her life, you know. Amen. Thank you, Paul. Amen. Hallelujah. And, 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 and God is about to give so many of us here our spiritual eyesight back again. You know what I'm talking about. You've had it. You've had it. You've kind of lost it. You get involved in so many things in this life and this earth, disappointments, discouragements, you know, money making, business, you know, becoming this and going here and there. You lost the spiritual sight because it depends who are you looking at things with. Who are you walking around with? It makes a big deal. Where are you looking from? When we go up in a mountain and look from a mountain, it's different when you're looking from down bottom. Yes, are you on the bottom of the mountain or are you walking on top of the mountain? Because this is what's going to happen today. There's going to be right now an uplifting to bring us back to the mountain where we'll be able to see what ordinary people do not see. If I ask people today, what do you see? They will tell me, I see pandemics. I see disasters. I see diseases. I will say to them, I see the great healer and his name is Jesus. If I ask people today, what do you see? They will tell me, I see fear and anxiety. I will tell them, I see perfect love that casts out fear. His name is Jesus. If I talk to some people there, I say, and I say to them, what do, what, do you, what do you see? They will say, I see disappointments, discouragement. I say to them, I see hope, and hope has a name. His name is Jesus. If I talk to some people today, and I say to them, what do you see? They will tell me, I see wars and rumors of wars and trouble. I say, I see the Prince of Peace. His name is Jesus. Who wants to see Jesus? I want to see Jesus. Show us Jesus. We want to see Jesus. The Greeks said to Philip, Philip went back to Jesus and said, Lord, there's some Greek people out there. They want to see you. And the Bible says, next slide, please. The Bible says that Jesus didn't get up. Jesus didn't like, he, he was, he's not moved by, 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 you know, people that wants to see him and get an autograph. He just stayed there and he started teaching. And he started talking about the, the kernel of wheat, you know, unless it goes down and die. You know, it does not bring food. And then he goes, when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people 
unto myself. We need to lift Jesus higher. The Bible, what I'm talking about here today, this show and tell thing has become an amazing series because we need to understand that the people that are coming and will come, if they are lesbians or they are homosexuals, we love you, by the way, we really do. And we invite you to come, but not to take over with your own ideology, you know, but you will see the truth and the truth will set you free. And the truth will help you. And the truth will give you what you are looking for. The truth will give you what you are looking for. The truth will give you what you are lacking. The truth will set every captive free. The truth will get into your heart and, and put you again on your feet and become a successful man and woman of God to preach and take other people out of darkness. You will become a disciple that will make disciples in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you will come and see. People will come here. People are tired from looking at people. They don't want to see preachers. They don't want to see musicians. They want to see Jesus. And in this house, this is the call. This is the idea. When I read that, and I said, it jumped into my face. When these people said, we want to see Jesus. I hear the cry of so many people, especially young people, teenagers, that lives with holy rollers, you know, that messed up so much. They talk about something, but they show something else. And these teenagers, they want to see Jesus. I say, Lord, help us to show Jesus in this house. Help us to always show Jesus high and lifted up. Because when he is lifted up, when he is lifted up, he will draw all men. And lift Jesus higher. Lift Jesus higher. Lift him up for the world to see. He said, if I be lifted up from this world, I will draw all, all men unto me. This is the heart cry of our hearts today, Lord, that you will be lifted up in our midst so that you will draw all, all, say all, all men, politicians, city councilors, mayors, police officers, lawyers, pimps, prostitutes, drug addicts that will come running to see the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. And the other side to this is when Jesus says, when I'm lifted up, he was talking about the cross. He was talking about the cross. There is no way to see Jesus without seeing the cross. It is the cross of Jesus that sets the captives free. Is what took place on that cross. What happened on that cross? I don't have the time to theologically tell you the list of things that took place on that cross. But I'll tell you one thing. On that cross, the Son of Man cried out with a loud voice, It is finished. And he went up and he sat at the right hand of the Father. No high priest goes into the Holy Voice and sits down. Every high priest goes into the Holy Voice to do business. Especially on Yom Kippur, it's an all-day thing of, of killing and putting blood and doing so many things. They have to wear bells in there because just in case if they commit sin or if they are, you know, then, then they don't, the people will not hear the bell because the people cannot go in. There's a veil that separates the high priest from the rest of the people. So he's got a rope tied to his ankle. So if they hear no more bells, they will pull the rope out because they know he died. He's gone. But thank God our whole, our high priest, Bible says he was tempted in everything, but he never committed a sin. Amen. That's why today I want to tell you, turn your eyes on Jesus. Stop looking at me and him and her and try to find fault. Oh, you know what? I don't like the church because you know that pastor, he's a, he's a crook. What do you care if I'm a crook or not? I'm a crook, I go to hell. You want to go with me? 
You want to go to heaven? Look at Jesus. Turn your eyes to Jesus. He's the high priest that did not sin. And he is not tied with the rope. They're not going to pull him out because he went into right in there and he sat down. You know why he sat down? Because he said, you know what? It's over. It's complete. It's all done. That's what happened on the cross. That means nobody has to do anything anymore. Just come and receive Jesus. And say, Lord, I need you. I want you. I open my heart. This morning, right now, right this second, some of you needs to receive Jesus. Some of you need to really say, Jesus, uh, this is it. I'm done doing everything that I've been doing. I'm done trying. I'm done running around. I'm, I'm, I'm done running away. And I want you, and I want you, and I want you. I, I, I see what's happening in the world. And I'm here to say to all of you, he is the only truth. He's the only life. He's the only door to heaven. There is no way that you go to heaven if you don't have Jesus Christ in you as your Lord and as your Savior. If you're here this morning and you want to you make that invitation, you want to you run to Jesus and say, Lord, I want you. Just wave to me right now. Just wave. Yes, 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 yes. Any, yes, anybody else today? Way back there. Amen. I see. Way, way here. I see you. Way, I want you, Jesus. Those of you that waves, maybe, you know, anybody, they're all from that side over here. Everybody's angel. Everybody is. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. I think I know who you are. I think you just, you just, I, I know that you already. No, but if this is a, um, hallelujah, let's wait on this for a moment because all these people, all right, go ahead and do that. That's fine. That's fine. And then I want to finish this sermon with, with what I really want to finish. I'm not, I'm not going to just stop and not finish it because I'm not done yet. And the, the, the last slide is, um, well, let, let, me, let me see the Gandhi guy. Let me see the, the one. Let me see that one before that. This man who I really admire a lot. I have videos of him, I have books. I, I, I admire people like that. There's a lot of people that I admire, they're not Christians. Because I like your Christ, I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. <laughs> how, how many of you have met people say, I wish just, I, I can't stand churches full of Christians because they are just, you know, Hypocrites. I'm not saying that you are. I'm saying that's how people look at us. But the next, the last slide, please. Receive your children, please. Thank you for staying. And James says, also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. You have faith and I have works. Show me, show and tell. Show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. We really cannot keep going on just talking and telling people what to do. We need to show them Jesus. We need to show them a transformation. We need to show them that we have been converted. We are no longer the same. We are different people. We have been changed by the power of the Holy Spirit. The works that we do shows the exterior manifestation of our behavior 
matches the interior experience. Stand on your feet this morning. There is an impartation of seeing today. How many will say, I, I've, I think I've, I've got this spiritual cataracts. Uh, I need a laser surgery. I need to see. I need to dream again. I need to see visions. I need to see the Lord. I need to see him high. L run to the altar right now. Run, run, run. Yesterday, after I preached to these couple hundred millionaires and I said, I, I gave an invitation. I didn't have to say it more than once. And everybody in that room, everybody came forward. Everyone ran forward. I was kind of like, wow, taken by that. And I said, Lord, and we prayed together. Do you need the Lord to take the scales of your eyes? Run to the altar. You know that your life does not match your confession. Run to the altar. Bible says God has been winging on all the ignorance of men. But there's no more. There's no more. The Bible says there's no more. It's a time. It goes, re repent and be converted. Repent and be converted. There's repentance and there's conversion. The, the, we need to be converted. That means everything about you needs to change. Repent and listen up. Repent and be converted so that, so that your sins will be blot out. And then times of refreshing will come from the Lord. Time of refreshing will come from the Lord. So if, if you need a touch from the Holy Spirit today, this is what's going to take place. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Can I have a, a microphone, somebody? Uh, holler. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. You know, truly, may I tell you, if you are done and you need to go, God bless you. Uh, go downstairs, grab a coffee, grab something, whatever. Wait for us. Don't eat the cake by yourself. We'll, we'll join you. Uh, go ahead, share. Okay, um, I just wanted to say this morning I had a dream. And it was all about eyes. And so I really feel compelled to share it because everyone feels like he's done preaching, it's time to leave. But really, this is the most important part of why we came to church today. That God tells us what we need, but then he makes a way for us to be able to get what he told us about. So in the dream, we were at a gathering, and it was sort of like a fun time. Everyone was just socializing. And I looked off in the dream, and I saw this woman with triplets. And I thought to myself, she's struggling. She can't take care of these babies. And, and so I'm just going to go over there because I feel like that's the right thing to do, and I'm going to offer to help. And so two of them were thriving just at their regular age. And one was like much smaller. And when I picked that baby up and I looked at that baby, the first thing I noticed was there was a seal over her eyes. And I thought to myself, wow, this poor baby can't see to be able to function. Hmm. And the mother almost got insulted when I said, this baby can't see. I said, oh, no, no, no. It's okay that she can't see because I'm going to pray and she's going to be able to see. And in the dream, I started praying over the whole body. And then the baby opened her eyes and they were the bluest, bluest, clearest eyes. And the baby was looking everything in wonder like, wow, I can see. And I know that when I woke up, I felt like 
it was a dream God gave me, but I didn't really understand everything about it until I came in and heard open, on the way while open, I drive, yeah, I was looking at the beauty all around me and I was saying, Lord, help yeah. me never take for granted what I see, yeah. what you created, the beauty of everything around me. And I just started singing to the Lord and praising him. And I started praying for Israel and I started praying for all my people that I love. And I thought to myself, you know, I have a lot of things I can be sad about, but I have so much more. I said, God, I'm alive. And as long as I have breath in my lungs and I have purpose and I have a, you have a plan. And so I just want you to know that as long as you are alive, you are going to thrive. And that this is the most important part of the service. Come up, get hands laid on you so that your eyes can be open to the truth of what's going on in these days amen. and to what God wants you amen. to do. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. What's going to happen is this. How many really wants to see your children saved? How many, how many wants to see your, your members of your family freed up from, from, from addiction? You, you need to see that to happen. You need to see it to happen. You need to see it to happen. So don't just stay there. Come up here. Because what we're gonna pray is gonna be very short. What's gonna happen is this. I told them yesterday and exactly what happened. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The same spirit that hovered over, over the face of the surface of the deep. Are you kidding me? Come up here. I met this lady yesterday. She was there in that hotel all the way from Brazil. Hi. Oh my goodness, you're here. Yes. Wow. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Rebecca. Rebecca. Why, why, she was, she was, uh, was interpreting for me from Brazilian to, 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 on a Friday night. And then she was there yesterday and you are here today. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> why are you here today? Why did you I come? I was invited by you. You're what? I was invited by you. I invited you yeah. and you came? Yeah. All right. Praise the Lord. I invited a lot of people. They don't come. But well, I'm glad you came. <laughs> Amen. What, 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 can you tell them for couples, just one minute, what happened yesterday uh, during that 9 o'clock meeting? What did, you, what did you see, if you remember? Oh, I do remember. I do remember there was a very special anointing from the Lord. And as he spoke, we were just touched by the Holy Spirit. We were renewed. Our eyes began to see things that we weren't Hallelujah. able to see. Our, our ears began to hear things that we weren't able to hear before. And we had a, a very beautiful encounter with Holy Ghost. Yesterday. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Please stay. Please stay and have cake later. Amen. Put your hands up. And this is what's going to take place. This is what I'm going to pray for. That that same Holy Spirit. Yes. Hallelujah. Jesus says, I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you like orphans. I will send the Holy Spirit. And he will show you. And he will teach you. And he will remind you. And that's what you need to do right now. You need to tap in. Stand and say, okay, Lord, here I am. I want to see Say it. I want to see. I want to see you, Lord. I want to see you in action in my life. I want to lay hands on the sick. 
and the sick will be made whole. I want to see, those of you that have children, I want to see my children growing up in the fear of the Lord. I want to see my loved ones saved, delivered. I want to see all sick people who are my friends, my relatives. I want to see them all healed, all of them healed. Lord, open my eyes, touch my eyes. I want to see myself changed, transformed, transformed, converted into the image of Christ. Thanks again for tuning in. We pray the Lord has used this message to speak to you today. If you'd like to stay connected, please subscribe to our weekly podcasts. We pray God's blessing over you wherever you are and wherever you go.